what is up everybody welcome to the whiskey sessions podcast this is a Metz here with b pimp and we're talking episode 161 b pimp how's it going with you 161 i'm doing great we got lovely weather here in chicago happy to yeah. be recording for the people recording for the people this is going to be the first podcast where you're listening on your audios and we're sure of that but we're going to post maybe a video clip or two uh, we've got some video elements to this podcast that might be cool to see on the old YouTubes. I'm talking like a real Gen Zer. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna go to Myers and pick up some light lighting equipment so I look. You can see me in the future. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, I I know you love my uh, lovely just window that I have to keep completely closed because if I open it just the slightest bit, and maybe we can. Oh. Ooh. There it goes, being able to see anything. It is sunny in Oakland, always. It's like close encounters of the third kind all of a sudden. Exactly. What? That might be an exciting video thing to see. <laughs> yeah, well, I think so. <laughs> uh, that would get us those hits for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for joining us today. We uh, have a really good top five list. It's the top five Carl's. I, I got to know what inspired this list, Andy. I will tell you what inspired this list. So for whatever reason, every dog I see where I don't know its name or it's a stray dog, I name Carl. It's it's always been that way. Every dog is Carl. I, I feel like the next time we get a dog, if it's a boy dog, we should probably just name it Carl. But so I just thought top five Carl's. Carl's a great name. I started doing that research. There's a lot of great Carls out there. Oh, I even have honorable Carl mentions. I have a ton of honorable mentions. There's also some bad Carls out there, too. I'm going to be frank. There's quite a few bad Carls, and it's funny that you said Frank, because some of them were Nazis. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yes, good point. Uh, We should probably go honorable mentions and dishonorable mentions. (laughs) We we can have a full dishonorable top five. Yes. Wikipedia is correct about the name Carl. Um, so we're going to do top five Carls. Uh, of course, we've got a whiskey to go over. Be pimp, you've got a whiskey. But before we do that, we're bringing back a segment. We did it a couple of episodes ago, and I think it's going to be perfect for the uh, video format as well. But you've got a pack of baseball cards with you. We are now into the thick of the baseball season. We, we can actually see where the chips lie. Mariners are okay. White Sox are awful. Yep. A's they are were, they're picking it up a little. Yeah. A's are otherworldly awful. A's Historically are, awful. A's are playing their way right out of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just it's they, it shouldn't be allowed. What's happening? No, it's terrible. Yeah. But I did hear that that Las Vegas is pushing back on the money they want. So I hope they get stuck in limbo and have to play in like Albuquerque or something. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> Reno. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, uh, I do. Right. I I've got sports cards. I am excited to see them. I, if I recall correctly, you may or may not be a fan of this first one. But as soon as I said, okay, so a little background: Lisa, my lovely wife Lisa, went to a uh, store that's in Lyle that that it's like an antique store, and they have baseball cards. And she mm. saw a bunch of them, baseball and basketball. And she picked up five packs for me and she did a great job because in the first pack I opened, the first card I looked at was erstwhile Seattle Mariner, 
Jay Buner. I'm not sure how Ooh. well you can see that. Jay Buner. Figure out my lighting here, but you should yeah. be able to tell. Uh, That's a Jay- 1991 upper deck Jay Buner. Okay. I, I can't tell. So he's where. Is that right when he was traded to the Mariners? Or is. This was, according to the back of the card, it was, he was traded in 88. And so this was his third season. Wow. Team. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was traded from the Yankees a little bit later. 88, he had a shared season, Yankees and Mariners. Okay. I think I generally like Jay Buhner. Actually, growing up, I didn't really like him very much. I think the two things I thought about Jay Buhner was that he struck out a ton. Uh, and yeah. he played pretty solid defense, but I thought the funny thing about the way uh, he fielded in right field was that he would slide for every single catch. Yeah. Whether he <laughs> needed to or not, he was sliding. Old sliding Jay. Yeah. And Overall, the back, though, I, I have no problem with Jay Buner. The back of the card confirms what you thought because he had 204 strikeouts and only 65 walks at this point in his career. Holy crap. That's Woo! a lot. Yeah. Not great. But it's a cool card. Um, Very cool. The second one is from the second pack she got. Lisa really picked some winners. I got to be honest with you. Nice. 1987 Donruss, and I got a Bo Jackson rookie card. Whoa. On the Royals. I'm really That's annoyed because the lighting is so terrible. I can't figure out what is there, if there's a good angle. Eh, kind of like that. Well, it's hard because baseball cards, I feel like, always have that sheen to them. Well, I also have them in plastic. Ah, well, that probably Let's does see. it too. Let's see if I take it out. That is a sweet Royals jersey. That royal yeah. blue is just so nice. I love it. And on the back, in the little story, it has how he turned down uh, $7 million from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to play for the Royals. That's incredible. Uh, Bo Jackson's kids went to Maggie's High School, Montini. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Fun fact. I think the his son was not athletic. And his daughter was. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm always fascinated the... by great athletes' kids and how they turn out. Like Michael Jordan's kids were a bunch of bums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and Bo Jackson is like one of the greatest athletes ever. Like Absolutely. just incredible. Even post like debilitating hip injury. Yeah. He was better than a lot of athletes. Okay, now I got I got to switch into basketball, and I got. She got Ooh. me one pack of basketball cards, one pack of 1990 Fleer, and half of the cards are pretty interesting, but four I thought you would appreciate. So the first one is Percy Hawkins. Oh, feed the hawk. That was what the Sonics needed. Uh, Kendall Gill was just like flat out not working out. Once they got Percy Hawkins instead, changed everything. And on the back, it's Charles Barkley quote, Percy is the key to our team. Wow. High praise. High praise. Next one I got that I was fascinated by because I'm not sure, but I don't think this is always how his name is listed. Irvin Johnson. Interesting. So they spelled it. They put magic. Um. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised by that too. Yeah. So it stuck out to me. Plus, it's cool to get a Magic Johnson card. I never, I don't know if I ever had one. Honestly, that's a big deal. I feel like I got dozens of basketball cards hoping to get sean kemp cards and i think i got like one ever oh wow i'm starting to get back into it so if i find some sean kemp's you know you're getting those in the mail hell yeah this one's near and dear to your heart this is steve kerr from his second year 
Wow. Three point accuracy leader, it says at the top. That's pretty sweet. That is sweet. Am I I don't think I even realized Steve Kerr played for the Cavs. I didn't either. He was on the Suns in his rookie year and then he went to the Cavs. Huh. What year did he come over to the Bulls? Like 94, 95? Yeah. And he, he came right before he was on the Bulls. I think he had been on oh, what team was he on? I I it was a different team. He I think he jumped around a lot. Yeah. Then he was and on also, the Spurs a little later. Yeah, that's true. I liked on the back of this one, it says, um, fond of golf, tennis, baseball, reading, and Thai food. <laughs> mm. I love how I Thai love food it. just naturally fits into that. Yeah. And then last, but definitely not least, Detlef Schrempf. Oh, that nice Pacers Detlef. Look at that beauty. That is good. I loved it. I got so excited. This was, That was the first card I pulled out of the basketball pack was Detlef Shrimp, and I was like, this isn't meant to be. You got all those gems in one pack? Yeah, plus more. I got a Glenn Rice. Ooh. Yeah. I got Craig Hodges, Bulls three-point assassin of the wow. early days. It was a good pack. Lisa's got a good eye for it. I think I'm just going to send her with money and have her buy me cards. Yeah, that's a good call. Great cards you've got there. Uh, but the folks at home, they got to know, since this is the name of the podcast, what do you got in the old whiskey bottle? This is kind of like a dedication to Andy episode because my whiskey is from Washington. Ooh, very nice. Woodenville. Woodenville, which I thought I had like an inkling that we had had this before, but I looked it up and we have not. So I think I may have seen it. And I'm thought about almost doing it. certain we've had something out of Woodenville. I looked in all the descriptions and I wow. could not find it. So unless we didn't used to put it in the notes or something i don't know or maybe we had it like before the actual podcast possibly oh you know what actually i could i'm gonna do some on the fly sleuthing here using our old friend vodka ron's tracker woodenville sounds so familiar i know we have had to have had it at some point or something from woodenville i don't know how because i agree with you it feels like maybe this is like a mandela effect thing or something like well, I feel like we had a whiskey from Woodenville, maybe. You think like a different a different brewer or a different distillery out of Woodenville, and then this is like Woodenville proper? Well, I hate to say if I lived in Woodenville, I'd be drunk on whiskey 24-7. I bet they have more <laughs> than two distilleries. What's the deal with Woodenville? I need to no, know. I don't know. There's nothing wrong. Baby. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> it's just like outside of Seattle. Okay. But yeah, this is um this is handmade in Washington State, Woodenville, Washington, pot distilled. It's a 90 proof. Uh, it calls it real craft whiskey. There's a very long thing on the back that I'm not going to read, but I do like their little slogan, which is smaller batches, bigger dreams. Ooh. All right. We'll see if they live up to that. How's the smell? It smells good. And not only do I have, um, not only do I have a new whiskey from Washington state, I've got a new kind of ice cube. Okay. Which is a little whiskey ball. It's kind of like your big cubes, but it's a ball. I like it. Uh, we do have a like a little ice ball uh, shape mold as well. I haven't used it that much lately, but I want to break it back out. I just realized that this isn't going to be the first potential on video um, review that we do. So there's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. This is all the pressure in the world. I, I hope it is not a boot. The color is actually kind of dark. It is dark. You can see that it's coming through. It didn't do a good job with the cards, but it's doing a good job with that. Yeah. No, that um, looks uh, that looks like it's going to... It's funny that it's only 90 proof, though. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, 90 proof isn't, I guess it's kind of standard. Yeah. Um, but I do like, this is also my skull glass that my sister got me. I don't know if you can see the bottom without me. It's a skull glass. You can trust me. It's got a skull indent in the bottom. No, nope, tip cool. it over. Let that whiskey spill right out. <laughs> <laughs> when I drink, you'll see it. <laughs> yeah, there um, we go. I want to make sure it's lined up right. But yeah, I'm excited for this one because I feel like I'm going to investigate more after we're done. But I do agree with you that there's something about Woodenville that's familiar. But it seems ba- these square bottles like this, like few, mm-hmm. um, you can see it's just like a rectangle square bottle. Like few is like that. There's any bourbon I've had like that. I feel like I've liked it. Yeah, I, I think it's just a nice shape for a whiskey bottle. It's uh, kind of no frills. So I the smell is not anything. There's nothing super uh, notable about the smell, but the first taste, first taste of it, I gotta say, um, it has a nice finish where there's no uh, burning. Sometimes it's okay, like you know, like rice, which bring it with spiciness. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. that's nice, but in a bourbon, I do like when it's smooth and kind of more of that sweetness comes through. And that was what I got out of the first sip. Yeah, I want a bourbon, not a burn bin. I don't want a burn bin. Yeah. That just sounds like getting rid of evidence. And that's yes. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if you said it already. What was the 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 price point on this one? This was on sale, I believe, for like 45 bucks. Okay. So you want it to be good. Yeah. I think it was like listed maybe in the low fifties and it was on sale for 45. Okay. Hopefully not on sale because it's boot, but we shall see. We're having a boot sale. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it so far. I, the second sip was more of the same. It's almost like we had another one like this recently, but it's a little buttery. Ooh. Um, which even though I'm vegan, I do like that. Yeah. In my whiskeys. No, that's always nice. I think is especially in a bourbon, it's nice to get a little bit of that. Yeah, it just makes it feel like there's it, it goes to the the quality in in some way. I think because it just you know how if you've you've had some of these before, I think I have too. But like those whiskeys where maybe it's not offensive, but it's just thin and kind of like doesn't have a lot of texture. Yeah, you want some of that thickening it up so it like really gives you that sweater on the inside and then it really just feels like it's just slowly clogging your arteries. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you want. Like when Homer Simpson wraps the stick of butter in bacon and pancakes. <laughs> um, okay, I, I have to say, and also props to Brewmate because this uh, Brewmate, reach out to us, sponsor us. I've got your beer warmer and your whiskey balls and I did a good job oh. with this whiskey. Whiskey sessions brought to you by Brewmate. This is on the smooth train. All right, way to go, Woodenville, Washington. It's really good. I, I, that's one of the one of my favorites I've had recently, along with the one that Lisa got me from Nevada. That's that's really good to hear. I because I think you know we put a lot of whiskeys on the smooth train. We don't put too many whiskeys on the smooth train, but at the same time, it's nice to have one that you can like distinguish even from the other passengers on the train. Yes, this is a distinguished guest. All right, go out, get that Woodenville whiskey. Now we have got the most important thing we need to talk about. Of course, we talked about it briefly at the top. Top five Carls. I also want a disclaimer on this one before we start. Because you have a brother-in-law, Carl. 
Yup. I didn't put Carl on my list because I knew you probably would. And it's not that I want the Carl out there to know. It's not that I wouldn't. I just know it's going to be covered. Carl, actually, Carl, I'm going to get out of the way now. He's an honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And that's not an insult. I think in this, if you, when you hear the other honorable mentions, I think you would be honored, truly honored by this mention. So, okay. Uh, all right. Without further ado, then let's get into it. These are our top five Carls. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. Okay. My number five Carl is track and field superstar of the hundred meter, two hundred meter, and long jump, which is just so cool. Carl Lewis. Wow, somebody I did not include. What I like about Carl Lewis, first of all, out there getting medals from. Uh, 80 uh, in the Olympics, at least from 84 all the way to 96. So big span. And I love that he could get a gold in a sprint and a gold in a long jump. And I don't think you see that kind of versatility anymore. Like no, Usain, good. Yeah. Usain Bolt wasn't doing the long jump that I know of, or at least he wasn't meddling in it if he was doing it. So huge props to Carl Lewis. He is my number five. That's a good one. And I did not even think of him. Uh, well, you didn't need to think of him, but now he's representative, uh, represented gonna, on this list. I'm going to add him to my honorable mentions. All right, uh, number five for you. My number five is comedian, somebody who makes me laugh very consistently on the flagrant ones and other podcasts, Carl Tart. Oh, honorable mention just missed my list for me. Carl Tart's a great man. I almost put him number five. We almost had a double dip. That would have been the greatest double dip ever if we both had Carl yeah. Tart on our list. I think the only reason I didn't have him on my list is because I don't really listen to flagrant ones, but I have heard him on Comedy Bang Bang and a couple other podcasts, but um, I haven't been exposed enough to Carl Tart. He's also got a, a sneaky great singing voice, and he likes singing like pop country classics. Oh, okay. Uh, great number five. My number four is Carly Simon. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I told you ahead of time, like leeway with the girls. Yeah. But Carly Simon, you're so vain, classic track, great singer. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a whole lot else to say. She's great. She had to be on the list. There you go. Carly Simon. One of the top five girls. (laughs) My number four is somebody who directed one of my favorite movies of all time, Carl Reiner. Oh, Carl Reiner was another honorable mention. Yep. He directed The Jerk, which is a classic Steve Martin movie from 1979. One of my favorite movies of all time, too. Plus, he's in the movie as the guy suing him for making him cross-eyed with his glasses invention. The Optigrabber. Yeah. Which is a pretty good invention. Yes, it's great. Yeah, he also that, under oh, underrated underrated role as Alan Brady in the Dick Van Dyke Show. I think too, as a young man. Yeah, I uh, would have to watch that show to confirm that. But at the same time, for the jerk and the jerk alone, he deserves to be on this list. And honestly, that might be his only good movie that he directed. When I was looking at his filmography, so good was there another one? You're like, whoa. There was a lot that I was like, I don't even know what that is, or <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh all right my number three you know whenever you think of something smooth i think of this guy it's carlos santano 
Santana. <laughs> Carlos Santana. <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad we, I, uh, well, I'm not going to edit this part because I bungled it anyway. But uh, yeah, nailed it. Carlos Santana. Was there a song in the world you heard too many times more than Smooth with him and Rob Thomas? No. And I, I listened to that Supernatural album an embarrassing amount of time, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. But he just, I mean, he's a great guitarist, not just like technically skill wise, but just the. He just lives within his guitar. Yeah. You know that feeling? Like he just, mm-hmm. it's like an extension of himself. He's one with the axe. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is your number three? My number three is um, Karl Marx. All right. I had him on an honorable mention too. I love Karl Marx. I love um, his research about, you know, class conflict and, the struggle over the worker. It's it's a uh, good one to have up there. I also wonder from your perspective, like he's Carl with a K. Mm-hmm. Outside of him, though, the other Carl's with a K. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, not no good. Carl yeah. Malone, boo, boo. All right, uh, my number two is Carl Weathers, and. Whoa! All right. Obviously, I love Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed, legendary, legendary. Him and Rambo running on the beach. I mean, Rambo, Rocky running on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I I watched the original Rocky uh, a few months ago, and it kind of like, and I hadn't seen it in a really long time, and I'm not even sure I'd ever watched it in full, but. The plot of that movie is absurd. I don't think yeah. it ever struck me. Like Rocky, Rocky would get destroyed. He only trains in this movie for like four or six weeks. That's not yeah. that's not a real boxer's training regimen. But he drinks a huge glass of eggs. That is true. That scene is great, and you can tell. I love those scenes where it's like the actor did that. Like obviously the actor did that. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, there's like. I think it's like five eggs. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Carl Weathers um, also in Predator. Fantastic. He's also yep. the best part of Happy Gilmore as Chubbs. Oh, easily. Easily the best part. Steals the movie. I was legitimately sad when Chubbs died. Yeah. He's great. One of the greatest characters. And Arrested Development, he had a great guest role as his character was like super cheap and he would always be eating at Burger King. and like. Oh, yeah. Bills. And he liked to talk about like how to make you know soup stock out of ham bones and stuff. <laughs> just great, just a great character. Yeah, he's just like no, he is a, a fantastic actor um, mm-hmm. and athlete. Mm-hmm. So now we're down to number one. Yeah, that's funny. I don't think you have my number one, but we'll see. My number one is Carl Castle. Don't even know who that is. All right, Carl Castle has what I can only describe as probably the best radio voice of all time. He, I think people, uh, he, he's done a lot of news reading, but people would probably know him best, especially in the last 15 years, as the voice scorer for Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, okay. He passed away, uh, and rest in peace, he passed away about five years ago. 
but he has just such a good tenor and voice folks at home if you don't know who carl castle is i'm sure you can find an old episode of wait wait don't tell me or you can find anything that he has audio on perfect voice and he's funny but funny in a very like kind of dry unassuming way but uh yeah gotta say carl castle that's pretty amazing i hadn't even like i never listened to that i know lisa listens to it a lot and i have i know a lot of people love that yeah we went twice oh you did because it was usually in chicago or at least a lot of the time it was i think they did tour around a little bit but yeah twice uh we went it was in chicago and he yeah he was he did both of them um one of the times we had a a guest host because it's usually uh oh man what's that guy's name i forgot who the normal host of the show is um oh well uh but (laughs) uh yeah so we went twice and it was great and i think one of the times we just we won tickets because i don't think we would have thought to seek it out yeah and then we were like oh this is amazing and we went again that's pretty sweet. I've been toying with the idea of going to. There's a couple of podcasts I would go see in person. Yeah, it depends on. We've seen a couple of podcasts too. It, I would probably not see Comedy Bang Bang again. And then we also went to a 538 podcast. I don't think I would do. Well, that one was okay. Uh, hit or miss on the podcast, I would say for me. It's got to be one you really are excited about. People look out for the Whiskey Sessions live tour coming in the next five years. Yeah, I think I just talked it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you're number one then. I'm looking at my audible mentions and I can't figure out what your number one is. So let's hear it. I feel like you must have forgotten this guy then because I think I've talked about him a lot and it might fit that I would have him. Carl Sagan. Oh, okay. He was in my honorable mentions. I should have figured. Yeah. I love Carl Sagan. I think he did a lot for popularizing science and and he had a very, he was very passionate and he was very good at explaining things in a way that you could understand, even though he was like super smart. Um, His books are fantastic. A couple, the demon haunted world and um, shadows of forgotten ancestors are two that I've read that I think are like essential reading. Um, And cosmos is just a fantastic show that he hosted. So I love Carl Sagan. I think I would like to watch some Cosmos and I haven't read anything that he's written. I love but it. I'm due. I just finished the book I was reading, so I need something else. It's very, it's very interesting. It's, you know, it's scientific stuff, but I think it's just good knowledge in general. Yeah. Uh, all right. What were your honorable mentions for the Carls? My brother-in-law, Carl Yushkevich. Shout out. Yeah. Carl. Shout out, Carl. I also had Carl Winslow from Fat Family Matters and White Sox catcher Carlton Fisk. Ooh, Carlton Fisk. Good call out there. For baseball players, I kind of thought of like Carl Everett, who didn't believe in dinosaurs. Oh, I loved Carl Everett. <laughs> he was <Yeah>. nuts. <laughs> he was. Um, okay. I had Carl Tart, Carl Sagan, uh, Carl Lee Ray Jepsen, Carl Reiner, <laughs> Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Carl's Jr. and Carlsberg beer. And then dishonorable mention to Carl Malone. Yeah. I have to agree with that. So again, a lot, a lot of good Carls out there. I think there you are. could do worse than naming your kid Carl. I also love Carly Ray Jepsen, so I'm 
disappointed that I didn't think of including her. Yeah. Uh, I play I Really, 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 Really Like You, whatever that song is called, on piano for Elena, and she likes it. Nice. Uh, Okay. Uh, Folks at home, if there are some Carls you think that we forgot about, Go ahead, hit us up, whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. We will read your email on a future episode, but we got to get your emails for this episode. So, without further ado, these are your emails. You sent us emails to read, emails, and now we'll read them. All right, I've got an email that says, Hey guys, I had a thought. And let me know if you think I'm off base, but what if instead of just putting whiskeys on the smooth train or giving them the boot, you leave some whiskeys on the fence and your listeners can decide if they want to pick them off of the fence and take a swig or not. And this is from Sybil in Livermore, California. I, I just don't know about the fences. I like the idea, but I think we got to be decisive. Yeah, Sybil, I, I like where your head's at. I like that you're thinking about whiskey sessions. I want to continue to encourage people to uh, use some of your personal time to think about our podcast. But mm-hmm. I think the the joy of the smooth train or the boot system is the binary nature. And I think if you introduce a fence, you're just asking for milk yeah. toast reactions and not good content. So thanks, but try harder. Yes, that's what I would say to the people that email in. Try harder. Yeah. We don't want no junk emails. Nope. <laughs> so, people at home, if you want to email us again, the email address is whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll read your episode or we'll read your email on a future episode. But that does it for this 161. Beepimp, do you have any words of wisdom to leave our wonderful listeners with? Video killed the radio star. It did. I really like the presidents of the United States of America cover of that. It yes. played at the end of, we talked about an Adam Sandler movie earlier with Carl, Carl Weathers, but it played at the end of the wedding singer, which is one of his better movies. Yeah. But yeah, great cover. Loved it. Uh, all right. Until next time, this is a Matt saying peace out. See you later.